0: Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five things to do if you have one day at Walt Disney World.
1: Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast
0: that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. And welcome to episode 52, where we discuss the top five things to do if you have one day at Walt Disney World. Um, at a day is that is is that the one thing you're going to do is add a day (laughs) yes actually what i was going to say is i just put my finger in the air and i pointed number one and i'm like man we're we're teachers so we're so used to like you know performing and and moving in front of students every day that i put my finger up i'm like nobody can see me do this
1: (laughs) hey so you saw a new movie yesterday
0: i did um we well i we wanted to go with the whole family but um both kids had plans, which is fine. You know, they they're doing stuff with their friends, and it's summer vacation here. So um, my wife and I said, "Let's go see a movie." And we we actually at first we were gonna go see Little Mermaid, which we haven't seen yet either. Okay. And you haven't no no. All right, you're you don't you you like watching them in the comfort of your own home. I do. I would see Little
1: Mermaid if my daughter had really wanted to see it because that's like her one of her favorites of all time. Yeah. And she agrees we'll wait till it comes out on Disney+. Plus. And I think that that's partially what you're seeing with the movie you saw. Yeah. And why it's not such a big box office hit.
0: Yes. So. Uh, we showed up at the movies, and when we arrived there, I said, you know so my my son was in the play the little mermaid this this past year for new listeners my son's in drama club and he uh played grimsby uh he if you know who that character is and and we said yeah we're gonna wait we'll wait and watch it with him because we're, we're assuming that that character is in the movie I don't know but we got there and I turned to my wife and I said let's go see elemental why not you know and I've heard mixed things about it but one surprise that I either didn't know or somebody had told me and i had forgotten is there was a pixar short before the movie
1: oh really did you know that i i had probably yeah i had heard it in passing yes. okay and i heard it's actually a pretty good short
0: it is very good okay. it is very good and it's very emotional and it um it features uh carl frederickson and doug oh no and it is a it is hilarious
1: yeah but like the minute you say like emotional yes.
0: carl frederickson yep. and doug yep i'm done Doug was so funny. I'm not and ashamed to admit what, that I have cried it up. <laughs> oh, the, you will cry at this also. It is a, just a short, but it is very powerful and okay. very, very funny. Okay. Doug is fantastic. And after that short ended, I said to myself, you know, Doug is definitely one of my favorite Disney characters right now. Yeah, that's cool. Doug I mean, I, was I think- so funny. was he wearing his collar so he could speak correct oh nice and doug said a lot of things that i feel like my dog says all the time (laughs) like you don't have personal space can you say that Uh, my dog has no personal space and loves to get in everybody's face i have a english bulldog and she loves to be very close (laughs) yeah
1: she also smells like she ate a quart of beans every day <laughs> bulldogs any, any smushed face dog that's kind of like their their mo is the lookout for the gas
0: and they're very loud they're they they're breathing is sounds oh like just walking around snoring all the time uh, i love georgie though your yeah. dog's great georgie's so. a good dog if yeah. she had the collar i think georgie would say a lot of things similar to doug so that was great <laughs> and then we saw elemental elemental reminded me a lot of zootopia and a lot of inside out. So if you took Zootopia and Inside Out and made it a movie, it was it was this. It was rated PG. They sort of implied a curse word at one point, which was kind of funny. It's uh you know, it's a love story. It, it also has elements of Romeo and Juliet. Uh the colors were great. It was very bright and vibrant and it was good. I wouldn't say it was great, but I would say it's a good movie and yeah, worth worth checking out. I don't think that I don't think it's a bad movie, and that's
1: why it's not doing well. I think it's not doing well because people are used to being able to see movies in the comfort of their homes. Um, There was a time when every small town, large town, doesn't matter what, had a video rental store. Well, those days are gone.
0: I used to work at one.
1: And now I think that you're going to see, and I don't want it to go this way, but I think you will see movie theaters not being the places in small towns anymore or smaller towns and know small towns, real small towns don't have them but like our town has one and i could see it getting to a point where a town our size doesn't and you'd have to drive to you know the closer to the suburbs of, of rochester or buffalo to to go to a movie theater um and and you know as much as i don't want to see that go away i don't like going to the movies and that's just me but i want I do want for the industry for it to be there still.
0: Well, one of my childhood friends actually just bought the old drive-in in the town where I grew up. I saw you post about that. Yeah. Um, so my my friend, he's uh, we this this drive-in movie was there for years and years. I remember seeing Fox and the Hound there huh. and the Black Hole, and I don't think we went very often. We went to um, another place too, but I I had clear memory of going to this drive-in, and it's been there. Overgrown for years. The last time it showed a movie, I think they said was 1985. And, you know, m- my friend Paul bought it and he is building like this giant barn for the snacks. And Paul's goal is to turn it into an event. So the reason I thought of this and how it's related is going to the movies Paul sees as. Like a big event, not just going and sitting down, like going with your family, getting food, kind of like camping out. He wants to do weddings, he wants to do car shows there. He wants to make it into like a bigger, you know more of a family kind of environment. That's I, great. I, and I think that maybe maybe that's part of the future of movies is is, you know, more of an experience than anything else, because you can get the movie sitting in a the theater, but this is a little bit you get a lot of extras if you if you go to the drive-in movie. Yeah.
1: I think also like movies have started to price themselves out for families. Yeah. Um speaking of pricing pricing people
0: out. Oh yeah, that that brings us to Disney <clears throat> news for this week. Uh Disney Genie
1: Plus announced this week that they are or Disney announced that Genie Plus is now moving to a you know, different pricing per park. And at first I was like, "Hmm, that sounds good." And then I looked at what they were actually doing. So it's now even more complicated because like I'm going with park hoppers. And so if I want to buy a multi-park genie plus, I have to purchase the most expensive level. Okay. I've already spent the add-on price for your hopper. And now that add on, in addition to that add-on price, I'm spending more for genie plus if I want to use it um, in short what that tells me is Disney when they announced earlier this year they're looking to make Disney genie plus easier and more user-friendly what that was code for is we want to make it harder <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong more expensive more confusing and we don't care what you think that's what I hear yeah. they are t- this is a tone deaf decision that i'm quite upset about yeah not because i planned to utilize it a ton but because it just proves to me what i said all along is wait for the new bob shine to wear off you know a businessman is a businessman for a reason and it's all about the money
0: well it is and when i read this article i I thought to myself okay people are not buying genie plus when they go to animal kingdom or when they go to epcot that was us When we went, we didn't buy Genie Plus for those two parks. So they're losing that money from us because we know better, right? I think their goal here is, okay, we'll make it a little cheaper. So guys like Rob and Nick now may pay that because it it all goes back to they want that money. They want us to now pay for it if they're going to get an experience for cheaper. But I don't know. Is that better? Is that more convenient? I don't think so. And I don't even... I, I don't know what they could do. And I, I don't know if they've announced specifically what is different. And if they have, please tell me. But I just saw that they're changing it and making it cheaper and a different, I don't know, process or different tier. So, what, on, are, you, what are
1: you looking at there? So, on June 27th, here are what the costs are um, Magic Kingdom, $27 per guest. Epcot, $18 a guest. Yeah. Hollywood Studios, $24 a guest. Animal Kingdom, $16 a guest. Mm. Multiple Parks, $27 a guest. Oh, yeah. So, here's the thing. Last summer, it was $15 no matter where. Did I mention $15 in any of those? Nope. No, the cheapest one is not even there. <clears throat> so, I'm at a point where it's like, we know what you're, we get it, right? Right. You want to squeeze us for every last drop. Um, you know, it's, it's, you're squeezing until you get no more water or you're wringing out that towel. And at this point, Disney has a lot of incentives to travel this summer and, and you don't put things on sale that are selling real well. Yeah. So why are they doing this? I don't, I don't, there's no incentive This does not incentivize people. This disincentivizes people. And they're struggling to get, now people will say that this is not true, but they are struggling to get attendance up, right? I've seen videos of people in the park and they are not good for the first week of of summer break. No. I've seen, you know, I've seen one discount after the other roll out. Okay. If you go to a clothing store, and the most popular shoes, right? If you go to, a, let's go to, you're going to a shoe store. Air Jordans are not on sale. How often
0: are we talking about Air Jordans on
1: this show? <laughs> Continue. So, but, but you know, like they're not on sale. And the reason they're not on sale is because they're selling for the $350. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the sneakerheads are going to buy them. They don't need to discount them. Now the Skechers, they're on sale because nobody wants them. The New Balance, all white. Unless you're a 45 year old dad like us, you don't want them. Right? <laughs> I don't. I don't want them either. <laughs> you don't want to mow the lawn in your in your white white sneakers. Uh, um, I so, mow them in Crocs, which is just as dorky. Yeah. So I look. I love Disney. I love the parks, and them do a lot of things right. They continually miss the mark with Genie Plus, and I I, I think it is time to start voting with your wallet and just not get it. Yeah. I mean. Getting Genie Plus for 20, $27 at Magic Kingdom, it might be worth $27 at Magic Kingdom, to be perfectly honest, because there's that many rides. But if you know that you're only going to Animal Kingdom or only going to Epcot, getting, getting duped, because that's what it is, you're getting tricked into paying $18 or $16 for those parks, there's like not enough rides to justify that. There just isn't. You're not saving enough time. No. Oh. In those lines, especially if you take care of like proper planning, you use touring plans or some other service that tells you, "Hey, look, this is a good way to go." Um, yeah, it's it's not a good it's not a good look on Disney, in my opinion. No,
0: but definitely not. It is what it is. Yeah, and I mean, stay tuned for all these changes that we're going to be seeing. This, <laughs> I'm. Betting this is not the last change that you will see. No, I don't think so either. So uh, do you want to tell us who's sponsoring our halftime show? I am very happy to say that uh, this halftime show is sponsored by a patron who is a longtime friend and a longtime listener that I have known since college. And that is my friend Mikey. Uh, Mikey has been listening since the very beginning and is a uh, new patron of the show. And um, again, we really appreciate all of our patrons, including Mikey. But this uh, specific halftime show is brought to you by Mikey.
1: Welcome back to the Diz List. Today we are going to count down the top five things we think you should do if you have just one day at the parks. Um, this was an episode that was recommended or requested from one of our loyal listeners and patrons, Jessica. Um, so if you have an idea for an episode for us, we would love for you to uh, comment in one of our Instagram posts, reach out via Instagram Messenger, um, say something in uh, you know on Facebook or Twitter, reach out to us, let us know because... We love doing these ones because they're things that we don't necessarily think of. And we want to make sure we're giving you guys what you want. And this is a great one because it really made me think. Um, Instinctually, my first thought was, why are you going for a day? (laughs) I don't want to go for one day. (laughs) But there are times when you're in Orlando or you're in Florida. Maybe you're down there to see family. Maybe you're down there on a work excursion. Maybe, like Jessica, you're down there to pick up your annual pass holder magnet. And you have one day, oh, well. um, but like whatever the case may be, um, you have one day. What do you do? What is it you do? So I think this is a really good one. It really made me think. And for me, I reached out um, to her and I said, "What? Do you, when you asked this, what did you mean? Did you mean what tips do we have if you go one day or what would we do? And she said, I was interested in what you would do. So I'm actually, that's kind of the the way that we, that I took to go at this, you know, yeah, to, to attack this. Some of these things are ways. some of these things are tips. But, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But they are what I would do if I had one day at the parks. So, you want to start off?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't want just one day at the park. So my one through five is add another day. <laughs> I'm done. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would. I wouldn't. Yeah, that would, that would go
1: over real well. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't do that too, folks. Um, number five, uh, actually is. Um, kind, of, kind of a fun one, and this has changed positions in my order because a lot of them end up kind of relating to one another. Uh, my number five is actually going to be eat a meal at your favorite restaurant. So if you've been to Disney before, so there's a lot of like if this, if that. So I'm going to assume here that you've already been to Disney. You already love Skipper Canteen, for an example. It's one of my favorites. And if I had one day there, what would I want to do? I would like to kind of schedule everything around this awesome restaurant that I love. And that is Skipper Canteen. Just as an example, I'm not saying that one specifically. You like what you like. Make sure you book it in advance. Nick can talk more about that. He knows all the numbers of how long. Book that in advance and then schedule everything around that wonderful meal that you can make as kind of the the center of your day. Now, my others are going to kind of be different kind of plans of things that you could do, but this one in particular I thought would be if you're kind of a foodie or you really, really love one particular restaurant, make sure you hit up that restaurant, okay? So my number five, eat a meal at your favorite restaurant, book in advance. I am shocked
1: that you said that, and and I'm shocked that you named a a
0: table service. Yeah. I'm um, I am evolving in my uh Disney World fandom. And and the reason Nick is saying that I know why cuz I'm not really a food guy, but I love I love that place. I mean there's a handful of restaurants that I think are dynamite and that is one of them. Hey, I'm not
1: I you're not wrong. That <laughs> that place is very good. Um I would say that you're not wrong about the food, but I actually and you, you'll be shocked about this, too. So I'm Uh-oh. shocked because you put that on your list. Yeah. And I do not have a single table service thing on my list. Wow. In fact, what what I would say is that one of my honorable mentions would have been what I would do is to actually skip a table service. Oh. Even though you know I'm a table service guy.
0: And that Yeah. And, again, it's a, just a different way of approaching that one single day. Yeah. Maybe you skip it to do other things. Okay, cool. What do you have for five then? So my number
1: five is very specific Oh, about what I would do if I only had one day. If I only had one day and I wanted to experience really the most that you can, Sure. I would A, make sure that I'm staying somewhere where early entry is possible. So I got to stay at a a Disney resort, Mm -hmm. right? You're on property. And I would rope drop slash early entry. Okay. Specifically for me, I would rope drop or early entry Epcot. All right. If I'm if I'm talking for me, that's what I'm doing. And so I'm thinking of this as if I've got one day in the parks, I'm doing the rope drop and early number five for me is rope dropping and early entry at Epcot. And I'm gonna be even more specific. I'm going to be trying my darndest to stay at a place that I can rope drop or early entry from World showcase.
0: So you posted a video on our dislist social media today or last night? Last night. I saw it I, this morning,
1: and I specifically was making my list when I posted it.
0: Ah, that's how that <laughs> relates. Because yeah. there is a video of you walking from Beach
1: Club from Beach Club into it's like, and then it cuts to us in going in line cool. for uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Now was that when you stayed there or when when we were together and we walked We were together we walked through. Okay. Like when the when the guard at the gate was like, You are not supposed to be doing what you're doing, but I'm going to pretend I didn't see you <laughs> and I was like, Well, we're getting we're getting food at the marketplace. He's like, People who stay here don't eat at the marketplace. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I, for me. Wherever you're going, whichever park you're going to, you should be rope dropping or early entry if you're if you've got one day at the park because you're gonna get so much more bang for your buck in those first hour and a half, two hours at the park than if you wait. And even if you wait just to when the park opens and arrive then, you're gonna you're gonna regret it because you are not going to get done what you thought you were going to get done. No matter, I, I don't care how little you thought you were going to get done. Yep, yep. If you show up at 9 o'clock, you're going to get done half as much as you thought you were. And if you thought you were going to get done four rides, you're only getting two. Because that's just the way it works. It always
0: does. Early entry slash rope drop, the park of choice. For me, that's Epcot. My number four is directly connected and related to that. And again, folks, we don't talk about these in advance. We discover them as we go. My number four is Marathon Day, which Mm -hmm. I have done many, many, many times. A marathon day is a day where you show up at Rope Drop, or you can be smart, like Nick said, and you can stay at a Disney resort where you get to do the early entry, and you go open to close, which we used to do all the time with young kids. It's funny. We do it less now, but we did it way more when the kids were younger because, you know, we don't have as much money, you you know, Teachers are not millionaires, so we want to get bang for our buck. We wanted every possible minute. So I thought, well, if you're there for one day, let's get as much as you possibly can out of it. Let's go open to close. Let's drink coffee during the day to keep cruising. Kids get tired, take a break, give them an ice cream, and then they'll keep going. You know, a little bit of uh, something to cool them off and cruise till the end, cruise till it closes. So. It's a lot. I mean, if you've ever done a marathon day, you know what I mean? It's a lot, and it it can do a number on kids, and I would not recommend if you're doing multiple days, if you're going to do a marathon day, don't wake up and do another park the next morning, or you're going to have grumpy kids, or a you're grumpy or a grumpy spouse. I would take a day off if you're going to do a marathon day, but if you have one day and you want to go open to close, make sure you're going to rest, or maybe your plane ride and you sleep in the plane ride. On the way home, but my number four is Marathon Day, open to close. What do you have for your number My four? number
1: four is literally close it down. So I'm just going to add on to what you just said. Oh, wow. Because I believe that, yes, rope drop is the most important. Yeah. But the second most important thing is to not give a single second away. Yeah. Don't give it away. And if you happen to stay at a deluxe resort that and you're at Epcot or Magic Kingdom and they have extra hours at night, stay close the place down yep people get you know people will leave the parks right we do right
0: yeah we have
1: we'll leave at take a swim okay i'm going if you stay to the end things start clearing out you're going to look at you know if you're in magic kingdom and you look at the the um wait wait times times, and all of a sudden you're going to see haunted mansions 13 minutes well we know what that means it's a walk-on yep uh if you're over at epcot you can do that whole basically that whole front half of the park the whole- with the ex- with the exception of maybe test track. Yeah. You can you can certainly do Nemo, you can do um Figment, Figment, you can do Soren, you can do Living with the Land. Yep. You can do all four of those probably as close to walk-ons. Yes. If not well, actual walk-ons. Um close it down. It and look, Rob's right. Don't do this um to the detriment of your family's sanity. Yeah however like you have to know you but if i have one day and only one day i'm getting my money's worth yep and i'm going i'm going to close it down that it that particular thought process of getting everything out of it you will be able to do everything in the park now it's very difficult if you're trying to do everything in the park at magic kingdom but certainly you can do everything in the park in in epcot And the other reason I say close it down is because people don't realize this. After the fireworks are done, well, well, at Epcot it's not, but at Magic Kingdom, when the fireworks are done, that's not the end of the night. Nope. And you watch everybody. It's like a mass exodus. And if you just wait for people to walk by, you go back into fantasy land and it's like- Ride whatever you want to ride. Oh, Peter Pan's not a 90-minute wait now. Huh. Hmm. Weird. I can walk onto all these rides. It's a totally different experience at night. If you're at Epcot, the fireworks are the close of the park. Yeah. Um, which is different. But in, in that case, maybe I would say um forego watching the fireworks unless it's like an amazing show. Right now, you know, it's they kinda of went back to was it Epcot Forever or whatever f- for a little bit. Um they're gonna do the new show eventually, obviously, but in the fall? <clears throat> I think so. And it's here's I I don't that's a whole other thing. Let's go off on a sidetrack real quick. Sure. Epcot's doing a new show that's supposed to celebrate the hundred years of Disney. That's what I heard. Yes. So they did a 50th anniversary one for a hot 18 months
0: at magic kingdom. Or do you mean
1: the fireworks at Epcot? At Epcot harmonious was also like a 50th thing. Okay. Right. I mean, it kind of was, which I loved. I loved it too. Now they're doing a hundredth. So that's going to go like, come up with something, just make it steady. I don't understand this need to, especially the amount of money they keep, Dumping into us,
0: I think they're don't just tie, throw, they're th- throwing spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, well, they're throwing
1: something at the wall. <laughs> tacos, water, tacos. Anyway, <laughs>
0: uh, my number four
1: and Rob's number four was close the place down, yeah. open to close marathon day. Yep. So I kind of I kind of split mine. Rob put his all into one of a long marathon day. I said you know rope drop and yep. early entry, and then four was close it down. He kind of lumped that into one. It's not cheating. It's not you know you're not trying if you're not if you're not cheating
0: anyway. All right, go ahead. Number three, I have not done. Number three takes a very particular Disney goer, uh, very particular personality, and a very particular work ethic and drive, okay? I know that's a crazy setup, but my number three is park hop all four parks. Oh, man. I would love to do it. And I have that on my my Disney list. It's not a bucket list. That's separate. We do have a bucket list episode, which feel free to check out with um, Rob First, from Ear Scouts. Yeah, that was a great episode. What number was it? Seven. Seven. Go back and listen to that. That's a great one. Um, shout out to our friends at Ear Scouts. So Park Hop All Four. I haven't done it. Okay. I've watched videos of people who've done it before. It looks fun, but some people... That may be too much. It's a lot. It's an adventure and a half. Someday I will do it. Someday I, I will.
1: I don't know that I could do it.
0: I would love to for the challenge. I love challenges like that. To be able to um, and on on my honorable mention, um, the honorable mention I have ride every ride. Okay, and that didn't make my list, but we've we've done that at Magic Kingdom before, and we fell short of two rides when we did that. We came very close in our family. But park hop all four. Now I've I've park hopped before. You know I've I've done um, two days at Disney and we've we've uh, split each day half and half, and that's definitely doable and not too crazy. I still haven't done three and I haven't done four, so I just think if you have one day there and you're very adventurous and you want to experience everything, you could try to park hop all four parks.
1: So here's my logistics brain going and working a little bit of overtime here sure if you do that you should start at animal kingdom in my opinion okay you should then take transportation probably to um magic kingdom yes because you can do you can knock out animal if you rope drop animal kingdom okay you can get most of that done before noon
0: i know your whole plan by where you're starting but continue that's a great idea you should go to you should should go to (laughs) what you're gonna say you should go to magic kingdom yep You should hop on a monorail. Monorail over to Epcot. Monorail over to
1: Epcot. Yep. You can walk from the front to the back, stopping at the things you want to do along the way. You walk out the back entrance of... Now, you got to choose at that point. Do you want to go... Because I don't think you have time for the whole world showcase. No. So are you Team Mexico or Team Canada?
0: Depends on time. I mean, you may just want to go Team Canada and then maybe visit France and then hit the... The back exit there. Yep. And then you're going to, so you're going to go through the
1: International Gateway, jump on the Skyliner, yep. and finish your night off in Batu.
0: Yep. Well, no, you got one more park, because then you got to go, after Batu. you got to go over to Animal Kingdom. I already started there. Oh, you started at Animal Kingdom. I, said I thought anim- you started at Magic Kingdom. Animal Kingdom in the morning. Oh, yeah. Maybe, oh, and that—that's great because then if you're at Animal Kingdom in the morning, you get that a Flight of Passage, or if you're an animal guy like I am, you could go on yeah. the on the safari and see all the animals in the yeah. morning. Maybe that's more doable than I thought. Ah, uh, I think it might be. What if you? Ha- what a- it's pretty streamlined. What if we do the mountain challenge? Oh, that'd be cool too.
1: So we do all the mountains. Now, what's the including mountain Everest? Challenge? Yeah. So you got the. But there's no mountains in the other one. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure this out. We're gonna do this. Yeah. This will be a. This we should make that like a, our first ever live. Yes. It is a twenty four hour marathon live.
0: When we, <laughs> the when we finally go back together as, with our families again, that's gonna be one of the days that we'll do. That'll be really fun. <laughs> I think our families may want to sit that one out. And yeah, do something it, it'd probably be a Nick and Rob uh, show. I, I that think day. that would that would be fun.
1: Um. Yeah. That's. I don't know that I could do it, but that sounds like a, hey, I like a challenge too. So
0: that was- Park hop all four. You get the best of everything. So that was your number three? That was my number three, even though it has the number four in it. So
1: your number three, or your, sorry, your number four, you kind of lumped together my four and five. Yeah. And the reason I didn't call, didn't really call you out for cheating. And I kind of said, hey, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, because my
0: theme was it's a marathon day.
1: Right. So that's not really cheating. And so- my number three is also not cheating. Okay. <laughs> and my number three is buy all the things, and by by what I mean by that is all the extras. So you you gotta buy Genie Plus. I know we just complained about it in the opening. Okay. But you gotta buy Genie Plus, and you gotta buy if you need to, individual Lightning Lanes, or slash virtual queue. Sure. So for me at Epcot, I would I would try to get a virtual queue for Guardians. I suspect I'm worried. That by the time I get there this summer, virtual queue is going to be gone. Well, and it's going to be standby. And I'm I'm well, going to tell you, I'm going to pay. I, I, I would pay. I'm going to pay for individual lightning man. lane. And I know that sounds ridiculous. I know I just complained about Genie Plus. To me, I won't buy. I probably wouldn't buy Genie Plus because it's not going to be my only day in Epcot. But if I only have one day in yeah. Epcot, I'm paying. Or in any park, I'm going to pay pay up for Genie Plus. I'm going to pay up for anything I can't get a virtual queue for, but has an individual lightning lane. Yeah. It sounds silly. It's giving the mouse a lot more money, but here's the thing. If I've got one day I've, you know, I really, really need to experience it all. That's, that's the way to do it is to do that. So for me, that's, that's mine. And I would also add in add-ons like, you know, potential extras for instance, at Epcot the Behind the Seeds tour at Animal Kingdom right, the right, up right. close with the rhinos. I was actually uh chatting with Jessica who requested this episode last night on Instagram and, and she said that they did the elephants one that we were going to do and we changed our mind because of the we got we read some bad reviews of the elephant one and Jessica said she had an absolutely magical time that it was amazing but she did say that she also heard the same kinds of reviews that we had and the cast member made it clear that theirs was a very special one to have had so that was really cool cool that they they got that experience we're doing the rhinos one this summer we're doing behind the seeds um mostly because i figured hey let's make some content i'll pay some pay some money and make some content it'll be fun and we'll have some cool stuff to talk about this summer but so my number three is paying for the extras genie plus individual lightning lane those specials um special different things you can do like the behind the seed store all that stuff uh just pay for it all i know it's ridiculous i just got done complaining about it but You know what? That's why they raise the prices is because
0: I'm not voting with my wallet yet. I'm paying. My number two is use Genie Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So when we went out to Disneyland, we had one day at Disneyland Park. We had one day at California Adventure. And, you know, generally we don't want to have to spend extra money if we don't need to. But I had the conversation with my wife. I'm like, we're going to be here one day let's just do it and try to hit as much as we can. And it was really beneficial because we did most, not all, of the rides that Walt Disney World doesn't have. So we used Genie Plus both days to knock off everything that, that we could because we knew we had just one day and we, you know, tried to skip the lines and maximize our time. So I'm gonna piggyback and you mentioned a lot of it already. But if you have one day, you know, get as get the most out of you know, obviously it's not necessarily bang for your buck, but it gives Damn. you time back. I mean, it, let me ask you this: you, yeah. you said,
1: you know, I've I've made no bones about it. I've said that for me it'd be Epcot. For you, I'm assuming if you had one day, it'd be Magic Kingdom. Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. Genie Plus and Magic Kingdom is, to me, actually makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, because there's so much, and you can do what you can do a ton in that park, just by. You know, having genie plus and skip this skip that skip this you know there's the most things to do there and if they're going to expand the magic kingdom like they say they're going to it's going to help with capacity but also you're going to want genie plus even more to help get you on those you know hard to get rides yeah i mean i
1: i would also say that genie plus saves you the most time in that park i don't know for sure i'd have to go and look at some of the data We've got a few followers um, that we also follow back on Instagram that do. Um, I think it's Mouse Data, Mouse Metrics. I'm sorry if I'm screwing you guys up, but um, but they do a whole bunch of like data-driven stuff. Which I am a stats guy, so that and also Touring Plans talks about this a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if, I think I think it saves them I think Genie Plus saves you the most mo- most time. Sorry, not money. Although time is money. Yeah. Um, saves you the most time in Magic Kingdom.
0: Hollywood Studios has to be a close second, though.
1: Uh, it's, yeah, because the genie plus saves, because there's not as many rides. Right. But And so, yeah,
0: I would say compared to magic kingdom, there's more things that are more of like an e-ticket attraction there. There aren't as many things, but they have a lot of like big gun
1: rides. Right. And they're, I mean, yeah. And that therefore their lines are longer. Yeah. Yeah. So I, Obviously I don't disagree because I had it at number three. You had a yeah. number two. Yeah,
0: so so get Genie Plus and if anyone is looking to go out to Disneyland and depending on how much time you have, and I know, you know, Nick was talking about potentially stopping there if and when he ever goes out to the Alani resort in Hawaii, that I would recommend to Nick or, or any of our listeners really to get Genie Plus just to maximize your time, just to get everything that you want to be able to do. So set aside some extra money for that. It's gonna be worth it. So Rob has already
1: mentioned some time about food, and I know he was kind of a little shocked that I didn't mention, or that I told him, like, hey, table service, that was actually the antithesis of what I would do with one day. So that doesn't mean I'm skipping food, because (laughs) for me, as I've said, I'm going to be in Epcot. Eat or drink your way around the world is my number
0: two. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I did not... I did not think that way. But if you are a a foodie or um, you're like a craft beer person or, you know, you enjoy a good drink, that would be that would be cool. So that's a great. So if I have
1: one day in the parks, I've already said it would be at Epcot. Let me just give you the general feel for for people who are not Epcot people. What I would say is this could be interchanged with instead of eat your drink, your way around the world would be. Try all the little snacks, the unique snacks to that park. Hmm. So that would be my recommendation to anybody going: is skip the skip the table service and actually get um, snacks that are unique. So, like for instance, the the cheeseburger spring rolls or uh, over in Magic Kingdom, or maybe you're getting uh, the corn dog nuggets at um, Casey's Corner. Um, but you're you know something that's unique to that park. Maybe you're getting a Ronto Wrap over in Batu. When, when we talk about for me being Epcot there's almost always a festival going on now yeah right? very few weeks of the year where there's no festival going on I'm gonna be there during food and wine again this summer I loved it the first time um, I'm excited to go back but even when you're not there for a festival so last year we missed the festival by well you were there for one of the days but yeah the uh, our last day was there the first yeah. day we missed it by we missed it by a couple days and so we didn't have that experience. Um, it doesn't matter. there's still little food carts at every single one of the countries and they all have very unique snacks. So my number two is just to eat or drink, eat and or drink your way around. World Showcase.
0: Yeah, that's that's a fun one. And even our family where we have dietary restrictions, it, it kind of becomes a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. So we'll look at the list and look for that little G next to everything. Okay, what can we eat? Cool, let's try it out. When when we did Festival of the Holidays, that was the one time where my wife and I went by ourselves and our, our kids were, were with family and, and over in um, Oakland outside of Orlando. And that's kind of what we did is we looked at the list and said, let's Let's try everything that we can try that has a G next to it. And we did. And it was a lot of fun. Some food was real crazy. Some was mega spicy. And some food, like my wife got uh, the traditional American uh, turkey uh, dinner. And t- she she goes, uh, I love that. We're going back. <laughs> you know, it's you, you never know what's going to really be that good. So yeah. that's a really good one. Yeah, I had um at Food & Wine two years ago, I had
1: a... Crispy pig ear salad, and I know what you're thinking. That sounds disgusting. Nah, I
0: like pork rinds. Yeah, well, I mean, they're <laughs> kind of like
1: that, except for their pig ears. Um, it was great. They, they, there's so many things that you'll just be shocked how how good they
0: they taste. So, yep, my number two
1: is eat or drink your way around the world.
0: All right, my grand finale is it's it's a tradition in our family, but I I think this is kind of the the quintessential thing to do. If you are going to Disney, everyone is expecting that they are going to see a photo of you in front of Cinderella's castle. That's the quintessential thing is just getting that photo. doesn't matter if you're there for two weeks or you're there for a day when you post that photo and it, you know, it's not about like showing off for, for me necessarily. It's more about that memory for us. We have uh, in in our house, we have framed photos of every time we've been and every time there's a there's a photo of us in front of the castle and here in my left hand, I'm holding up the photo of our our family and Nick's family all together in front of the castle. And that's a very cool, very special moment for us is that's that's our our tradition as we want to maintain our tradition. So it's kind of a little bit of both. It's it's for the common listeners get a picture in front of Cinderella castle or in front of Spaceship Earth or, or your, your favorite thing, but your also favorite weenie, right. Your favorite weenie. And there's, we, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that is Walt's term. The weenie is the thing that we didn't talk leads. about that
1: on this show. It was on P- rope drop. And yeah. And off so and we talked about it.
0: Uh, Walt's term weenie represents the thing that leads you into the park and that's based on, his term, the, the dog would follow the, the, hot, the an the hot actual dog. dog would follow the hot dog, the weenie towards, you know, whatever it is. So, uh, the humans are going towards the castle yeah. or, or, or spaceship earth or, or whatever. But my number one is kind of two things. It is get your picture in front of Cinderella castle and whatever your tradition is. So right. our tradition is getting that photo as a family in front of Cinderella castle. So, um, it's, I don't know. It's kind of, it's two things, but it's the same thing, I guess. No, it, It's kind I of mean, hard to explain.
1: No, I know exactly what you're saying. For me, I would, I would broaden that and just say whatever your favorite, whatever your favorite park. Um, icon. Uh, I, there we go. Instead icon. of using term weenie. Yeah. Your favorite park icon or favorite, you know, monument or like whatever you want, landmark. Mm-hmm. Um, get your picture there. You know, we always do the same thing. We always get a picture there. Um, we always get a pe- picture, you know, in front of Spaceship Earth. Um we always get a picture in front of the train station um whatever the whatever they have got in the flower bed at that time sometimes it's fall inspired because we're there during halloween sometimes it's not but i just i agree with you totally and it's not my list and i kind of like this happens a lot right where we where where the list goes on you're like man i should have put that on my list both ways. of us all the time um, so that probably should have been on my list it's not <laughs> my number one actually is something that maybe is a little counterintuitive this is the first One on my list that I'm going to say really doesn't apply as much to Epcot, which is the park I would go to, but does apply to all the other ones. And that is do good rides, not great rides. Let me explain. Sure. If you go to Epcot, if you go to Hollywood Studios, if you go to Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom and all you want to ride are the really great rides, you are going to spend a lot of time in line. Yeah, it's a good point. You can get a lot more done if you say, you know... I'm not going to ride Seven Dwarves Mine Train and wait 90 minutes. It's a good ride. It's it's a great ride. I'm gonna do Winnie the Pooh, and, Little Mermaid, Small World. In the amount of time that you spend in that line, you could meet a character. You could ride two other rides. You could walk over and go do the Liberty Bell and and do the um, the ha- you could do Haunted Mansion. You know, skip the rides that are going to be taking the most amount of your time. It's not because I'm not saying this because I don't think those rides are worthy. They are worthy, but they, they're also worthy of the 90 minute wait. They're not worthy of a 90 minute wait. If you've only got one day. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm thinking of like, for instance, in Epcot, if you showed up and you waited 90 minutes for a Remy and you waited nine and you wait an hour for frozen ever after and test track too, and you wait an hour for test track. Yeah and you, and by this summer or sometime soon there's probably going to be a standby queue for guardians you wait an hour and a half there that's a huge chunk of your day that, yeah you're at 5 hours already and at that point it, you know it, you're losing the return on investment isn't yeah. as great and the same can be said of like hollywood studios because like rob just said hollywood studios they have big hitter rides that take forever. Yeah, long waits. So, you know, determine, do you want to wait in line for Rise and for, um, let's say, rock and Roller Coaster and Hollywood Tower of Terror? Well, Hollywood Tower of Terror has gotten better now that both sides are operational. Last summer, we lucked out, but there's there were days when it was like 90-plus minutes to wait to get on there because only one side was operational. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so for me, and I know that seems like counterintuitive that I'm saying ride good rides, nah, not great rides.
0: No, you're, you're getting the best out, out of
1: one day. Yeah. And that's a really good strategy. I guess my point is you're going to remember, you're going to make more memories on more rides that are the the grand total sum of the parts are greater than that one moment you got on Seven Dwarves Mind Train or that one moment yeah, when, you got on Remy. Remy's the, a great ride, Guardians is a great ride. But if you don't have the money to pay for the Genie Plus or to pay for the individual Lightning Lane, skip that long wait. Yep, and do a lot more. And I think you'll find that you won't miss out. You won't miss it as much as you might think you would.
0: This is kind of a good one too for uh, families with younger kids, or you know, let's let's say you're a, a new family and you're you have younger kids and you don't have a million dollars to spend. It's a really good plan because you don't have to wait very long in lines. You get to do a lot of things. So for kids with super short attention spans, you can zip on all the different rides. And if it's your first time taking your kids to Disney, then you have a chance to go back and do all those other things. Mm-hmm. That's a really good way to look at it. So we're getting different perspectives here. So Nick's number one plan here is is, is do the, um, what would you call them? The good rides, the not good, the great rides. The good rides, not the great rides. Sure. And or you can pay for Genie Plus and, and skip. That's another method you can use. Um, I said park hop all four and zip from park to park. Um, marathon day, go from open to close. Um, what else? I'm forgetting one from your list. Another way to do it. Uh, one well, one.
1: I said rope drop and then I rope drop slash early entry. And then yeah. number four for me was was the uh, close it down. Yeah. So.
0: so there's a lot of different ways to, to look at this and uh-huh. a lot of um you want to do honorable mentions?
1: I um, mean, the only honorable mention I really had beyond what we've already talked about um, was that uh, to actually think about possibly <laughs> if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna be there for one day, you got to think about: Am I doing Epcot or Magic Kingdom? I don't think at one at any one point did I think about Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom. So my honorable mention would be to not do those, but do either Magic Kingdom or Epcot. So that's just it. But okay. that I mean, we kind of talked about it. So it's not really a um, an honorable mention so much because it's what we both were centered on anyway.
0: Um, I only had two. One I mentioned a little bit earlier, and that's try to ride every ride. You know, do a little, like one of those challenges. Yeah. Challenge yourself to see if you can get on every ride in, in a park. It's a little easier in a park that has less. It's a little harder in Magic Kingdom. And then uh, my last one, if you have one day, meet Mickey. Oh yeah. Go see Mickey, meet a character, you're right. Yep. Yeah, or right. or any character. You know, um get your photo, just get that opportunity to meet Mickey. You're in Disney. Yeah. Try to find Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. and Mickey's at I, there's different places in all the parks. I can I don't I don't want to name them all specifically right now, but just in my head G- they're all popping
1: your, up. Go to your app, type in Mickey and you're going to or meet Mickey or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to find or whatever whatever character you want to meet. Um And it's important to know that you can meet Mick, Mickey at all the parks. Mhm. Yeah. It is. Um, so before we wrap things up, I just wanted to say uh, you could find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We're all on all of those social media outlets. It's at Pod. Um You can go to Patreon.com slash to subscribe because we, we do some fun, unique episodes that are mini episodes. And in fact, we're going to record one right after we sign off here about what our dream day would look like so this is, these were oh. these were our top five tests we're going to talk about our what our, what would our dream day look like at Disney So uh, it's a great big beautiful tomorrow and tomorrow's just a list away.
0: Tune in next time and we'll see you real soon.